We ended part one of 32 Candles with Davy and James Farrell, and here is part two of 32 Candles. Mm-hmm. They had sex on the floor. On the floor. At the front door. At the front door. And he fell asleep. And she left him on the floor. Left him on the floor and went in her room and got in her bed. See? She woke up the next night, he in her bed, and she was livid. She couldn't believe this man is still in my apartment. Mm-hmm. So she would think he'd have got his yeah, shit up yeah. and went out the door. We right by the door. And besides that, I figured, uh, maybe she figured that that's all he wanted anyway. So go on, get it what you get, and then bye. She got her one night. Mm-hmm. With James Farrell, mm-hmm. the man she has been infatuated with For since high, high school. school. And I guess she figured, well, he got what he wants, so I ain't going to wake him up so he can just get up and go. Oh, get out of my but face. But he wouldn't leave. I woke up and found him in the bed. She called Mama James and said, in the cutest little southern accent, because I listen to the books. <laughs> I read them. And she <laughs> said, what does a girl got to do to get rid of this guy? Am I going to have to call it Ghostbusters? <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Because in her mind, she really didn't want to have anything to do with him because she had a secret. Mm-hmm. I don't think she really wanted him she to. She didn't want him to find that secret out. And I don't think she really wanted him to see her as monkey nuts. Yeah. Because I think she thought he knew that they were calling her that. He mm-hmm. may not have known that. Because in the beginning... She did say that um, Veronica and Tammy act totally different in front of James. Oh, did they? Yeah. I didn't know. I thought they still... uh... No, in front of James, they act totally different. Uh But when they were not around James, that's when that little evil claws came out. Mm -hmm. So I think they wanted to shelter him from a lot of the ugliness that they had been doing to um, Davidia. Yeah. They, They really did treat her badly. And... I don't know, just being me, I think I would have uh, let him know from the first time that I met him. I would have, I would, too. I would, I would, yeah, we went to school together. Y'all used to call me Monkey Night. Now I, you asking me out for a date? Fuck you. <laughs> That's me. I would have. I would have. I but didn't kiss my black him, ass. But he never called her that. Well, he he was with people who did. So that way you get some, too. She's so mean. I ain't mean. I'm telling I'm you the truth. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I ain't giving the benefit of nothing. After they had that little night of passion, they start talking. She was giving him, asking him questions to see if he remembered her. Try to jog his memory. Did he didn't remember, remember her. her. She never registered him because most people, you know, people who are beautiful and got something going for them and are basically just not mean people. They have better things to do than to stand around and try to make somebody else's life miserable because they they live in their lives. Yeah. So he never, she never really registered to him because he was about him. And she wasn't a part of his life on a daily basis. Exactly. She may have ran past him one time. One time. And gave him a note one time to try to cheer him up. Yeah. Like but, I said, in, high, in school she would literally... This is how she would get out of class, even though she couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. She would raise her hand, and the teachers knew, okay, Davidi didn't want to uh, go to the bathroom, bathroom pass. Uh-huh. She would take the bathroom pass and timed it mm-hmm. so she she wouldn't be too long in too the bathroom. Long, but she and can she, go look at him. She can go look at him. And he in his class doing his work ain't paying on the mind. Not one bit of attention. So I don't, I, that, that's one part I really couldn't get with. You wanted this man to really 
see you as an intricate part of his life in high school, and he, you were not even on his radar. You weren't even on his. She wasn't. She wasn't a, his kids, and, and he wasn't a. She wasn't an intricate part of his life. So mm-hmm. how could she expect him to, you know, when he when she passed him the note after the football coach threw him off, he was like, "Oh, thanks. That's real sweet. Thank you." You probably got notes from. Went right over his head. Okay, she gave him a note. Mm-hmm. Other girls were giving him pussy. Okay, which one? Which one we remember? remember? Exactly, exactly. So that part I was like, he was getting coon dinging from everywhere. Really, except for her, and she was trying to go deep. And he, <laughs> you, you in the wrong part of life because mm-hmm. high school dogs, if they're anything, they are not deep. No. So they started to talk, and Davidia realized that he really doesn't not you know remember me. So she said, you know, I really don't feel guilty about the things that I did. Mm-hmm. And so she said, you know, I might try to get us a chance. And so they started, he started a new relationship with him. And she said he made her feel when he looked at her like she was beautiful and she was able to be in a relationship with someone like that. Right. Because he looked at her, looked at her. Not as monkey night, but as a vibrant talented, beautiful, smart woman. And different. I, I'm and always different. going back to that different thing. Yeah. Because he was so used to the models. And the, the models and, and the makeup all the time. And the wigs and, and... Dressing a certain way. Not eating. Taking somebody out to dinner and they pick push a piece of lettuce around on their plate trying to stay skinny because they're a model. Their relationship once they hooked up was really sweet but a little controlling. He, he wanted to be with her all the time. Yeah. In the beginning, sometimes being with someone all the time can be a little bit overwhelming. And he had so much money, he would just have his chauffeur place the next morning, bring her to work at like 1 or 2 in the afternoon. First of all, he'd go and have a chauffeur or the maid or whoever get her some clean underwear and stuff. Clean clothes. Clean clothes. And then you have your cook make you this big brunch. Brunch. So you can have brunch in bed. And then you have your chauffeur take her to work Mm-hmm. And then tell your chauffeur to stay there until she finished her gig that night. Nice. So this so, chauffeur would stay there all, all day, day, rehearsal, sets, all this other stuff, mm-hmm. and then you bring her back to my place. That in the beginning can be a little bit controlling. That is overwhelming. No, I can, I can see after maybe three or four months in a relationship. Well, I can see it, you know, one time or a couple of times or, but just every day, every time you see her, you got to, I got to wait to keep my chauffeur there to make sure you have a way not to get back to your house, but to get to my house. Oh, hell no. You, you got, that's too much control and we ain't engaged. You know what I'm saying? We just dating. Yeah. No, 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 no. You don't get to have my, you don't get me on lockdown unless we engage that we getting married. Yes. I think Davy's secrets kind of got in her way of fully committing to him. Yeah. She always kept him, even though they were in a relationship, they, that she managed to keep him at arm's length. Yes. Managed to avoid, uh, you know, cameras and stuff. But that's a heavy burden to have to carry. Always looking over your shoulder. What if somebody recognizes him, takes a picture, and I'm standing beside him? Yes. They're going to find out. But one of the things I, I couldn't get with was the fact that you are dating a man who has so much money. Millions. Million Companies. Heir to a company. Mm-hmm. Cosmetics company. And you don't want him to buy you nothing? Or take you out on a nice date. Take you out here. And you got to go now, do free if shit. If you're at home, yeah, your, your 
cook and cook or something. Mm-hmm. Um, That's their job. But if we had to go to a nice restaurant, I ain't got no dresses. I'll buy you a dress. Oh, no, that's okay. No, that's spending too much money. Uh, I wouldn't take a pair of sapphire earrings. He got the money. He probably got those earrings for free for some kind of promotional thing. Jewelry. Jewelry. And And just trying to get rid of them. Yeah, offered her a pair of sapphire earrings. He went to her apartment. She had no TV. He he had no TV. Yeah. No, I, I look at stuff. I stream stuff on my computer. He was like, well, I'll give you. I'll give you a TV. TV. No, no. He said, okay, I'll tell you what. This is my TV. I'll just let you use it. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-mm. Um, fancy dinners. I ain't got no clothes to go to fancy dinner girlfriend place. You better quit. You need to Quit stop. playing. And not taking a, car, a weekend to Cabo. And there's and, no photographers there. There's no photographers. I don't care if it was photographers there. Put some sunshades on and a hat like everybody else trying to have from a paparazzi. Thank you. And you going to give uh, give me, give it to me. Give me my stuff. You know I ain't got no money and I ain't asking you for it. I'm not asking. You're offering it to me. I'm not going to I ain't asking you to pay my rent. I ain't asking you to buy me a car. You offered it to me. I'm going to take it. Thank you. That's one thing I could Shh, not get with. Please. His and pride only goes so far. If there's someone out there who can explain otherwise, please let us if know. If you want to tell me it's something, another reason why I shouldn't, then, then tell me why I shouldn't. We'll but if somebody's we'll giving it to me, and I ain't going to ask nobody for nothing. I don't care. I'm not going to ask. Can you buy me a car? If he look at my car and say, you know, this car is not good enough for my girlfriend to be driving around in. It's dangerous. I'm it's dangerous. It's belching black snow everywhere you go. And she said the car she had, every three months it was breaking down. Mm-hmm. And you want to buy me a brand new one? And you a multimillionaire? Yeah. You know, you I, I don't can, need a Rolls Royce. All I ask you to do. Put it in my name. Uh-huh. Put it in my name. Mm-hmm. That's my call. Put me no. on insurance. Even if you don't want to put it in my name. No, make sure I'm put on... it in my name. Because when you want to take this call back, it's a, this is mine. True. True. That's true. But even if you don't want to take it back, make sure I'm on the insurance. Because if something happens, you ain't going to come after me Mm-mm. to get the car fixed. But on the other hand, I could see that, you know, her wanting to be out in the public with him mm-hmm. would be... Uh, kind of dangerous to her because she did not want her sisters to see her. But see, because then again, she, that's where you have probably, to... She, her, she knew that her sisters knew her, but now she's realizing that James didn't know her. Yeah, but see, that's going, that's feeding back into that deception again. And that's a heavy burden to carry. She should have said from day one, we went to high school together. They used to call me monkey night. Your sisters were horrible to me. This is the way it was. What you gonna do? That's true. But, but all the upfront. Up but but all the deception and the secrets, secrets, and, and I can't go here and I can't do this excuses. and I can't go there. Excuses. That's that's just too big of a that's just too big of a burden to me. Yeah, but she did say the summer of two thousand and seven was good for them mm-hmm. um, because Davy didn't want James to buy her expensive things. So they had to be creative on what they did. They went to picnics. They went to free movies and plays and took cheap art classes. But that that was sweet. Though. That's all. But I would allow him to buy me something. I'm yeah, saying. picnic. I ain't got to make the sandwiches. You can get your cook to make the sandwiches. He yeah. was always getting uh, free passes to movies and what are they called? Uh, premieres and stuff because people wanted his face in the place. Put a wig on if you didn't want nobody to know who you were. 
Yeah. Do the edgy Grace Jones things. Shades, glasses. People just think you're mysterious. But I'm going. Now, three months into their relationship, when things started to get kind of rocky, because he wanted her to go on a trip with him Mm -hmm. to an event in New York where his sisters would be there. His sisters were asking to meet her. So she came with all these excuses. And he was knocking them down. I don't have the time to do it. He said, I already asked uh, Nikki, could you be off? You do have the time. Oh, I, I, I ain't got the plane fare. I could get you there. I can get to the airfare. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no clothes. I mean, she came with all these all excuses. excuses. And he just became mad. Why are you Avoid. so adamant about not trying to meet my family? Mm-hmm. There has to be a reason. And these little excuses are not good enough. No. And he confessed. He said, I want to do these things because I love you. Right. I think she she really didn't want, in the back of her mind, she really just thought that this relationship was not going to work. Yeah, she she she, uh, she was always counting on the day that he was going to say, you know what, I don't feel like doing this anymore, bye. Yeah. So I don't think she really, um, she would, I think that if it had ended, she would have been hurt, but she wouldn't have been devastated because she kind of knew in the back of her head she was always preparing for it to, to not end. work. Yeah. yeah. But after that... um. James opened up to her about an engagement he had with this famous model. Mm-hmm. Now, she already knew about it because throughout the years, she was already following the Farrell family. Oh, yeah. So she already knew about this breakup and all those other stuff. She knew. And I think he did that in hopes that she would open up to him, but she still didn't. She still didn't. She didn't say anything. The relationship was going well until Davy and Veronica met at the airport yeah. when they went to pick up James. Yeah, because I don't think that uh, Davy was expecting... Uh, James to have Veronica with him. No. She she was just determined she was going to find out who this woman was that was her brother was so crazy about. It shocked both of them. When she saw Veronica, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to her, but I think she went back to little Lydia mm-hmm. Jones in high school. Yep. Because she kind of freaked out. She freaked out. Because Davey said what I did was I ran up to him because I missed him. He was on a trip. Mm-hmm. I missed him. I wrapped my legs around him. And hugged him, him and kissed him. And then she looked behind him. And, and there was Veronica. Veronica standing there. And she was like, oh, my gosh. And Veronica's like, what are you doing here, monkey nuts? For one, I'm already a grown-ass woman. Uh, see? You're going to stop calling me name bitch. You're going to stop calling me monkey night. But for Davidia, that took her back to them years because I don't know what kind of power Veronica had over her mm-hmm. that could take her back. 15 years to being a teenager. The trauma. The trauma. That she called, she could do was just run out of get the airport. Said, just get up and run. And get in a cab and go and go back to the club. Duck down and hope nobody see her. For James to see this, he had to be thinking, what in the hell is going on with this crazy ass woman? He did try to call her, leave messages with Nikki, do all that he could to, to at least see mm-hmm. her, to talk to her to see what's going on. She wouldn't have nothing to do with that. But Yeah, because she'd been busted. But eventually he did. He did meet with her. They talked about it. And she talked about how she had a big old crush on him in high school. Um, he explained to her how I did really did not know you in high school. So I think that kind of eased the tension with them. But the next night, she in the club, get to do doing rehearsals, and here come Veronica. She going to break this relationship up. Girl. So she gets in there and try to hand Davey a $50,000 tip. Leave her brother alone. 
The video is like, no. I don't want your money. She tears it up. I wouldn't have torn it up. I wouldn't have torn nothing up. I'd have kept it. I'd have kept it and showed it to him. As in, what you want me to do with this money? You want me to take it or you want me to, uh, uh, I'd have cashed this bitch. It was in my name as my money. 50 years, you get it back. I wouldn't have took it. It's crazy. I'm taking the money. Is that $50,000 going to last longer than me and him would? How you know? Because I'm petty like that. Oh, okay. There's a family gathering that James really wanted David to go to. Mm-hmm. It's going to be his parents. It's going to be his sisters. Mm-hmm. It's going to be everyone that's important in his life at this dinner. And the family wanted to meet her. Yeah. She said, okay, I'll come, I'll come. But she knew it was going to be 10 because Veronica's going to be there and it's 10th anyway. And then her father's going to be there. Yep. Now, I don't know if her father really recognized her as a child. I don't think he did. But she knew the secret. But she agreed to go with it. Once again, she goes to this dinner. For me, if I know I'm going to an important event, I'm going to try at least to get a halfway decent dress. Mm -hmm. She said she had this little yellow dress. I guess that was her favorite color. Yellow sundress. And it was wrinkled because she had just finished a bunny gram gig and she had to come all the way across town. She said all I had enough room, uh, time to do was put deodorant under my arm. And so a little bit of uh, the yellow sundress and a little bit of perfume. And my thing is, they can hold Dang. they can hold dinner for you another 30 minutes. I'd have got home and got clean. So I don't know if she was trying to sabotage herself in front of the family. But come on, this get one step up above just, just what you normally do. Exactly. But exactly. By the dinner party, all hell break loose. Mm-hmm. Veronica, she's bringing up questions about her past. Yep. And it was just a mess. And and I think hot Davida, homegrown mess. And I think Davidi kind of knew it was going to be like that. Yeah. Because I think she just wanted to get it over with. Uh, Veronica liked humiliating her in front of people. After that, Veronica decided that wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. You can't. I can't bribe her out of here. She had dinner with us. Talked about a bad dinner party. Bitch still won't go away. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna get me a private detective. I'm gonna find some shit about this woman and throw it in her face. And tell James about it, and that'll end that relationship. Yep. But Veronica needed to understand that Davey had secrets too. Mm-hmm. So that was a two-way street, and she wasn't ready for that heat. Uh-uh. When uh, Veronica got the private detective, one day, I don't know how they got together. They were at James's house. I think she just went there. Yeah. Um, Davey went there, and Veronica was there, and Tammy was there. James was there. I think James had just pulled up. And Veronica was saying how she found out all this information about Davy because Davy was setting up the Pharaoh's kids mm-hmm. by getting her friends to get in relationships with them mm-hmm. and then breaking it breaking up. Breaking it up. And one of the people that um, I don't know, she paid mm-hmm. had a she wrote a check to them, right? And they found out in her bank account. Yeah. It was one of her friends who was a um, tabloid writer. Yeah. And so she wrote a check to him, and that's how she found out that what she was doing. Yeah. But Veronica left out one big part of the story because she was throwing all this stuff into James's face about Davy, mm-hmm. and Davy turned around and said, "So I did you tell him about your daddy sleeping with my mama? So you want to talk about somebody? Talk about your well, family." Yep. See. And oh, she wasn't ready for that heat. And James was like, This is way too much. <laughs> All this stuff coming down at one time. <laughs> yeah, but she got when she hit back, she hit good. I was like, That's what you get. You think she ain't gonna bring that up? 
to try to save your to try to save your dad. Yeah, save your face and, and your face and he will talk about me. And I didn't know the video had it in here to do something like under conniving. All that conniving and scheming, scheming that she did. Yeah, she got one friend to sleep with one, one person, person and, and break that friend. up. And all of the breakups were very uh, public and very vocal and very embarrassing. Yeah, and very quick. And very quick. One day you engage, having a wedding in a couple of weeks or a couple of months, mm-hmm. and bam, you get a phone call and we all. We all. We all. Yep. You got to get in there, get them all excited, and break it off quickly. Yep. The sad thing about it was she did it to James, and James had nothing to had do nothing with it. Had nothing to do with it. But he could have, she could have saved him from divorce, alimony, and all that stuff because if it was that easy for that model to walk away from her, maybe she didn't really love him. Yeah, that's true. She just wanted to be with the Pharaoh and get free hair care products. I don't know. Now, would you have gone through all that to hurt somebody? I wouldn't have gone through all that. I would have just let it go. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm petty like that. But that took a lot of work and effort. You would have went through all that to get a friend, to hook up with them, to have them date, to get them to the point where they're going to the altar, and then say, break it off. Uh, I don't know. I can't honestly answer that because, like I said, I'm petty. Well, I, I would do some stuff like that. I'd do some shit like that. I would. I'd set you up in a heartbeat <laughs> and then sit back with popcorn and laugh and point and laugh. No. I wouldn't have done it. I'd have let it go. No. Well, no. Well. Now, after that, she just needed to get out of the area. Yeah. So Mama James was going on a trip, and, and she was actually going through class. Mm-hmm. And she asked him, do you want to go? And she was like, sure. Now, Davidia knew when she was going back to class, she was going back there for one reason. To see her mom. To see her mom and to confront some stuff she needed to do before, you know, to get some stuff out of her life. Yeah. And one of the things that she had to she asked her mom was about her father. Was about her father. Who was her father? And her father. And I think it was very hard for her mother to un- to do this too. But her mother had to admit that her father was her grandfather. Was her grandfather. So they had a little inbred stuff going in Incest. there. And it was And uh, maybe that's what made Cora the way she was because she was powerless against the father yes. to stop the rapes and uh, she did stop her father from raping his granddaughter when she was a baby when she was a baby and Davidia had totally forgot about that mm-hmm. she didn't even remember that until Cora brought it up that that night she was laying in bed and her grandfather came over there and Cora caught him mm-hmm. touching her and she beat the shit out of him yep and then she slapped Davy and told him never to let nobody a man touch her like that again. To me, which is kind of confusing. But see, that's stupid because she was a baby. She didn't know what he was doing. She was only like, was it six, seven? Five or six years old, yeah. something like that. But do you mm-hmm. think that Cora loved the video? I don't think she No, I think she did what she had to do to so-called raise the child, but it, it, it wouldn't have made any difference to Cora if she'd have found her dead. Yeah. and Because yeah. of the bitterness that she had towards the father and then knowing that that was her daughter and her sister. Yeah. Now, on the way back to Los Angeles, Davy saw a billboard that says atonement. Mm-hmm. And it dawned on her at that point that she needed to go back to make atonement for all the things that she did to the pharaohs mm-hmm. and the people that she involved in, in that her, little scheme. In her deceptions, yeah. yeah and th- that's when you can make it right. I say go make it right. 
But if you can't, don't beat yourself up over it. But she saw where she could make it right. Yes. And she made it right. And so. I thought it was very cute. Uh, well, not cute, but I thought it was very creative how she personally got mm -hmm. into these people's lives. Exactly. It was, uh, was he a football player? Who's an athlete. Athlete. And she helped him make a comeback because he had gotten in the way of alcohol and gambling. gambling. And so she decided, okay, I'm going to help this man. She physically moved into his house. To help and him. Said, I'm going to make sure you get off this addiction. Mm -hmm. You have paid all these people, an agent, a uh, workout coach, an accountant, all these people, and they're not doing nothing not for, for you. you. You need to get out, get these people off get the payroll. Mm -hmm. You need to start working out. Yep. You need to start eating better. And quit going to the gambling and casino. Quit going to the casino. Because that's, that's where your downfall is. Because one thing... He, she literally had to sleep outside his door. To make sure he don't go gamble. To make sure he don't go gamble. And he tried to step over her one night, and she said, if you leave out of here, I'm gone. You'll mm -hmm. never see me again. And I'm the only one here that's trying to help trying you. Trying to help. And he had to turn around and go back in there and say, you true, that's true. He, he was mad at her. No, she, she slapped him. Mm -hmm. And he got mad and said, that's the last time you'll ever slap me. She said, hey, no, it ain't. See? No, it ain't. I know I'm going to slap you a couple of more times <laughs> because you cannot get this. Because you ain't getting it. But she the, she had a, she could do that because she had her degree in psychology. Yeah. So she knew she wasn't just like, you know, going through Big Mama's old book on how to treat people. She had some, some, uh, education. some education to back that up. Yeah. And it got to the point that people were coming to her to help them get their lives back on track because she was such Word a success with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One person says she helped me. I think they can help you. Mm -hmm. I think they can help you. Um, I thought that was really nice. It was another one she made in the tummy when it was one of the girls in the uh, club mm -hmm. that she had to break up the um, what was it the what was it the, uh, an actor or somebody yeah that she had yeah to break them and up and she wanted to. This girl felt as though was she still working at the club yeah. She felt as though the only way to get a man is to do everything for them. Mm -hmm. Be and a doormat. Davey had to say, you got to stop that. Mm -hmm. You have to stop being at the beck and call. Because they started out and they thought she was, oh, she's great. She shows up for all the rehearsals. She shows up for this. She packed me lunch. She do this. She do that. She do this. And in two weeks, I'm in love with him. I said, how can you love somebody you just met? That's what's her definition of love. <laughs> She had me on my feet cooking all day talking about I'm in love and I ain't met you but I ain't known you for a week. But she got her straight. She told she her, got her straight. For one thing, I know this guy who you might like mm -hmm. and you, but you're not going to sit up here and be at his beck and call. You're not going to sit up here and ooh all every little thing he do. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to accept his bullshit. Exactly. So, they went out for dates, and one time, he said that he wanted, the athlete and the waitress said, he told the waitress, I want to be able to take you out to dinner. She said, okay, cool, and you meet me and, and um, bring yourself for her, and I'll be ready. Was it two hours before it was time for them to go on a date? Mm -hmm. He breaks it off. Mm -hmm. And she goes to Davey and said, oh, I'm so upset. He breaks it off. Uh, 
what should I do? And she said, for one thing, you call him back and tell him that is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Now I can tell, I can understand if you called me a day before. Yeah. But you called me two, two hours, hours before, before. day, and you gonna call it off? No, you're not. I tell you what, lose my phone number. Unless he's, uh, I'm in the hospital, I can't come. That's the only reason. But lose my phone number. Lose if my phone. If you feel yep. as though you can just up and count, counsel on a date that you initiated, mm-hmm. no, they have that. Two hours before the date. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what yep. happened? Before the end of her di- uh, shift, that man was sitting in the audience with a bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. So you got to do that. Yep. You got to understand. Oh, well, men are like buses. You miss one, next one will be out in another 15, 20 minutes. You know, I've been married so long, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. Mine won't get off the bus. I have another man's number. My, in my- man won't get off the bus. Uh, my, I have another man's name and cell phone. In my phone before I can get you on the cell phone number out. Now, Davy's friend, the one who worked for the tabloids, he called Davy and said, Why do you didn't tell me that Cora's mother and the Pharaoh's father had a affair? Affair. And she said, I didn't want anybody to know because mm-hmm. it would hurt too many people. Right. He said, Well, we're doing a, a series on politicians and affairs. And she said, Please don't print that. Please, it's going to hurt too many people. He did it anyway. He did it anyway. Veronica went bat crack crazy. That bitch went over there and tried to beat her up. Tried to take her out. Mm-hmm. Beat, tried to beat her up. Now, here you are in your Louis Vuitton outfit. You don't got your nails done, your hair done. Who are you going to beat up? Davy beat her ass. Blacked her up. Broke her nose. Broke her nose. Just all this other stuff. Rearranged some teeth. It was a mess. It was a ter- it was At a terrible mess. At the club. At the club. But you gonna try to fight pretty? You fight pretty. Girl, Girl please. please. You better get kick them heels off, tie your hair back so can't nobody swing you around take, by it. Take them earrings. Take off. the earrings off because that's the first thing I'm going for. I'm a I'm gonna split your earlobe. <sighs> but she beat her up so bad she had to go to the hospital. That's all right. Now Nikki took her to the hospital. Now all the kind of conversations they had on the way to the hospital. Mm-hmm. All the kind of conversations they had. While at the hospital? Yep. But by the time they left that hospital... They were dating. They were dating. He cared about it. I care about it. But he was just raw enough for her to let him know, let her know that I don't care about all your money and your hair and this, that, and the other and how light you are. You don't impress me. You ain't impressing me. And she was impressed with that, the fact that he wasn't impressed with her. Oh, no, yeah, I take you And they were time enough for each other because Veronica was very controlling. Controlling, and so he was, was he. was very controlling. And mean-spirited. Yeah. And... Want things done the way they wanted to do, mm-hmm. the way. Um, they didn't like people telling them how to do things. They want things done the way I want to do and shut up. Yep. And but they got along. It worked for them. Yeah. So that that was very attractive to me. That goes back to when we were talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. It depends on your expectations in a relationship. Exactly. Like you said, there's some people who are yin yang, and it works perfectly. Works perfect. Opposites do attract sometimes. Sometimes. But then there's some people who are exactly the like, mm-hmm. and that works too. That works too. And there's an even balance between, you know, I don't really like what he does with this, but I can, you got to find things you can live with. Yes. Got to find things you can live with. Realistic to me. Now, the point, the part that you said that Veronica had to admit that she was jealous of Davy. I have a problem with that too. I had a little problem with that too because I can understand you being sorry for the things you did in her life. Mm-hmm. But why didn't you feel that 
years ago. Well, the thing about it was, you know, she may have, uh, to some extent, admired her for not being, uh, for fighting back and being a bully back to her. She may have admired that a little bit, but envying and wanting to be like her, no. No, not, not, no, I you don't. No, no, think, no, you don't. Uh, no. You wouldn't have traded her. You wouldn't trade his spots with her for all the tea in China. Come on, girlfriend. You think I'm going to believe that big-ass lie? Uh-huh. You're going to trade places with me and I ain't had shit? Uh-huh. You I had mean, everything. I slept on a couch had, in my mama's house. Didn't talk. Didn't have anything. I ain't had no clothes. Nickname was find, Monkey Night, and you a, would trade with me. I had yeah, to right. find money where people dropped on the ground uh-huh. and in the classrooms. Uh, so I can have some money. Or I take the money that my mom's uh, boyfriends would slip to me to go somewhere and I'd get some ice cream while they went in there and acted like park apes. No. Uh-uh. You don't want none of it. You didn't no, want he didn't want yeah, that. I don't believe that. that. I don't know if she meant, uh, you know, I envied your strength. Maybe she was a little envious of your strength. And your determination to make something in your life because uh-huh. everything was given to them. Mm-hmm. But no, you would never want to, no. You wouldn't have never wanted to be. You, if I tell you right now, you'd say, stop. I'm good. No, I wouldn't want to be in your shoes. Mm-mm. Because Veronica had no close friends. I think her only friend probably was... Maybe her sister? Her sister, Tammy. But Tammy had no problem with the Davy. Not for the most part. She, I think she was just following along she was go- with Veronica. She got with her sister. Yeah, whatever. following along with her. When they were preparing for the wedding, mm-hmm. Veronica only had two people. Yep. In the wedding. Her sister and Davy. Mm-hmm. My thing is, you got all this money. Why are they sitting around doing all this stuff? Yeah, because she can't work with nobody. She, she it, The wedding coordinator. Even Tammy got tired of her at points. Her mm-hmm. own sister. Yeah, and you got, uh, you, you you have a wedding coordinator. You'd think they'd have all kinds of bridesmaids and stuff. She didn't have But she, she was, didn't have any friends. She didn't have any friends. That's sad. Maybe that's why she kind of envied Davy. I don't know. Well, Davy didn't really, well, she did have friends. She did have friends. She, she could scrape up more people than she could to be in her wedding party. That's true. That's just that's just that's just sad. It is because all that money, mm-hmm. maybe that money made her. I don't know. I can't understand why people do this. Money only magnifies who you are. Yeah. She knew that she could get away with all kinds of bullshit. Even when she tried to bribe her with the money, mm-hmm. James said, "You know, my family just went along with her because that's how that's how Victoria she is. is. She's the the Veronica is because she got away with that kind of stuff all her life because she was light skin, long hair. But I'm your father. I'm your mother. Mm-hmm. And you gonna tell me you want to pay somebody off? Well, the father. And I'm gonna go along with it. No, well, the father, you ain't taking my damn money. Hey, take your own damn money. Well, the thing about it is, the father was probably wanting her to pay her off so that his secret wouldn't come out. You're going to pay with more the, than $50,000. Uh, yeah, for me to shut my mouth over something like that. You're going to pay more than $50,000. I want $50,000 $50, cash so I can have it on the table and I ain't got to pay taxes on it. The day of the wedding. Mm-hmm. Veronica was evil to everybody. Yep. And here come Davy to the rescue. She's going to sit up here. Now, she first start out because it was raining outside. Now, you're going to get mad at Mother Nature because it's raining it on the wedding. It was raining on the wedding day. Oh, no. So she had to figure out, okay, this is what we're going to do to get you in the house so you won't get wet. She should have gotten Richard's Almanac and found out when it was going to rain. But my thing, you had all these, all this money, you couldn't find nobody else to do that. Exactly. Then she gets in there, fusses the lady about doing her hair. Cuss the lady out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lady about ready to walk out. Here come Davy to the rescue. Calm the lady down to do her hair. I jacked her ass up. She would walk out looking like a Q-tip, a black Q-tip. She would have walked out there looking like Shanae-Nae. For real. 
and no choice because the wedding is what five minutes away. You ain't got no. You ain't got choice. no time. Oh, then, I'm working you up then good. Then she get mad at her sister. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just get mad at everybody. everybody. And here come Davy to the rescue. Then she only had two men in the wedding. One, one of them didn't show up. He missed his flight. His James, brother didn't show James up. James didn't show up. Yeah. So Davey had to quickly figure out how to get somebody to fill in for James. Now, you know, so that's a shame. out in the audience. Now, they're already maybe an hour, hour and a half they late. They were hour and a half late. People sitting around, breath stinking, hungry, stomach growling. Yeah. So All she, out of mints. So she finds somebody who comes in there and fills in for James. So the wedding goes off. Halfway decent. They're so excited. They're in love. Mm-hmm. But this is the cute part. When Davy is leaving out of the church, and she looks over and she sees this man standing by a car, and she's like, "Who is that?" And as she gets closer, she said, it "Looks kind of like James, but it isn't James." And then she said, "Yes, it is James." So he's standing by the car, mm-hmm. and she says in her little voice, "How you doing?" And he says. All right, and he, she said, well, what are you doing here? He said, I never got my birthday gift. Because in one part of the story, because David didn't want to spend no money, she gave him a card and said, you get three wishes. Three wishes on this card. And she has, you know, one in the line, two in the line, three in the line. Uh-huh. He fills in the space or whatever uh-huh. he wants. Yeah. So he said, I never got my birthday wish. And one of them was, I want the best blowjob in the world. I want... The second one, spend the rest of my life with you. And the third one, he said, I want you to tell me all your secrets. And see, you know, the the second, the third one, that is, to me, very romantic. But the best blowjob in the world, come on now. You couldn't think of nothing, no better, no better, better way to ask nobody to do something like that. Well, that's what he wanted. But, you know what, you could tell a man, you know what, get it off real good, is if you get some radioactive slush, and jack off with it. Then you have the orgasm of your life. You have men buying first class tickets to Chernobyl, Three Mile Island, dick just glowing, dying, hair falling out, teeth falling out, just because they think they're going to get the best nut they ever had in their lives. Come on now. That's what he wants. Well, let me hear You can't argue with people what people want. That's what he wanted. Maybe she gave some very good head. Well... So I'm not mad at the man. Yeah, Is that what you want? That's what you want. That's what you want. How do you think the writer? I really like the writer. I think that um, she she captured a lot of the real angst of being different and trying to fit in. She a lot of things that she wrote hit me in a spot that I'd been hit hit and hurt before. Yeah, I can relate to her character. I can yeah, relate to the She's very relatable. I'm thinking she may have also experienced these things too. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be able to, when you write a book, you write about things that you know to make it. And it seemed a lot of the parts in the book seem very real to me. Yeah, because if you actually see the author, she is dark-skinned mm-hmm. and she does have natural hair. Yeah. So she understands that part of, you know... The being... African American and and the wrong color and, spectrum and trying to stay true spectrum. to who you believe you want who yeah. you are yeah and not trying to confide to what society tells you you need to be and tell me what beauty is yeah 
My beauty is my beauty. Exactly. We're um, all fearfully and wonderfully made, and everybody's beautiful in their own way. Yeah, and it's surprising how sometimes we feel as though, like she thought James Farrell would never want to be with her. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do get to a point in your life where you say, I just cannot deal with a certain type of person anymore. Mm-hmm. These yep. superficial people. So you would think you. that James Farrell had all his money and all these women, all this and that. That he wouldn't have a problem finding somebody that he could get along with. But when you base everything on what you look like, you are, you're in shallow water. And you're, 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 you remember we had work. a conversation at one time um, when we were at your place. Mm-hmm. And we were just meeting you and Sharonda sitting around. Mm-hmm. And I said something about how some women say that they would have a, rather have a man that makes them feel like a woman, mm-hmm. make them feel special, make them feel sexy. Yep. Then to have a man who has a, all the money, all the money in the world. I would rather be. I'd rather live in a cave with somebody who is all the way into me and digging the hell out of me, than live in a mansion with somebody I gotta get tore down to the ground, drunk, or I'm constantly running from you, hiding your blue pills. I'd rather. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just me, though. Now, Davy, I loved her. Like I yeah. said, if we were in high school, she would have been my friend. I would have been her friend. She was just too sweet. And the way she narrated the book mm-hmm. was just so was so friendly. It, to me, it was like sitting with a girlfriend you just met. Mm-hmm. It's like me and you when we first met. Yeah. When we would just sit in, a, yeah. in your apartment or we would sit around and we would just talk for hours, hours and hours. Hours about nothing. About really. nothing. But we always wound up on the floor laughing. You know, it got to the point where you would talk about so many things to me that you just thought that I knew your whole the, family. The, exactly. I thought uh, you were such a part of my life and who I was at that point that I'd be mentioning people and you said, I don't know these because I, I thought I'd known you all my life. Being able to see her actually get what she wanted at the end yeah. was kind of touching. It was to touching. Me. And even if she never saw James again, she knew what I did was correct. Yeah. I did make amends. Yeah. I learned about my family. Mm-hmm. I learned about my mom. I grew. And I think at that point, after she'd grown, she was ready for a relationship then. Yeah. A real one. Yeah. And, and being able to tell the truth. And willing to open up. And willing to open up. Yeah, and I have suggested this book to a lot of friends. I think that, they, I think that particularly uh, women of color see, see, see themselves in some of the book. Yes. At some point or another. Yeah, even if, like... Whether you were the light-skinned or you were the dark-skinned or you were the ugly or you were the fat or you were the lesbian. Or you're the one who allowed man to dominate your life and you have someone that says, no, this is what you need when you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You every I think every every woman of color will find herself. Yes, and this is the kind of book that you would could read when you're on vacation. Yeah, on the beach. it's easy read, and you don't have to. You get some good laughs out of it. You do, and it, it's a perfect vacation book to me. It is. I think it's. A, I was thinking. I was like, I could see myself on a beach or on a balcony, just reading the book and just enjoying it because mm-hmm. she is um, one of those writers who don't try to make you th- overthink too much. You're not thinking too hard. Yeah. But what you are thinking is very intelligent. Yeah, and then it's like a balance of fairy tale and reality. Exactly. So with that, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today on Molly's Place. Now, if you want to follow us on our book club, the next book we'll be reading is called Five Carat Soul by James McBride. And like I said, I always like to leave with words of inspiration. And the words today I would like to read is... May your life be filled with flowers. 
memories, friends, and happy hours. May blessings flow from heaven above to fill your life with life and love. And with that, thank you for joining us again at Molly's Place.